When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So it's uh, all play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Good afternoon, Aston Villa fans, and welcome to For the Love of Palmer Grab podcast. In on yet another day where we have a European eliminator, as I'm going to call them, because every single game from here on in, if we keep winning them, we will get Europe. If we keep bettering Brighton's results and Liverpool's results and Tottenham Hotspur's results, we will get European football. And what a fantastic position that is to be in at this moment in time. And look, today isn't going to be easy. Um, Brighton put it up us that yesterday um, with a 6-1 win. Did it finish 6-1? I think it finished 6-1 uh, win at at, uh, at Wolves. Um, means that Aston Villa um, need to get something out of this game today to keep our, our push towards Europe going. Um, do I think we can get something out of this today? You better believe I, t- I think we can. I woke up this morning um, with a small bit of a, <coughs> of a hangover, but in a very, very positive mood about this game today. Um, as positive, I suppose, as you can be about going to Old Trafford. Uh, on on a, I don't know what the weather is like over in Birmingham, but here in Galway, in Ireland, it is bucketing rain at the moment. So on a wet Sunday morning, I woke up as positive as one could be. I think, um, with that in mind, um, I don't think there's going to be too many, too many surprises with the team sheet today, um, but uh, that I, I still think that that in, in itself is a bit of a positive for Aston Villa. Um, I know we can talk about legs getting getting in the way, or what I mean by that is, you know, tired legs getting in the way of performances, and arguably you could say that that happened in the second half of the Fulham game uh, during the week, and arguably you could say it happened in the first half of the Brentford game during the week, or, or at last weekend. Um, but I think the familiarity within this team is what is really, the, it's really galvanising this team, it's what's keeping this team humble, as, as uh, Unai Emery says, and... Um, you know, the partnerships that are being garnered and specifically in midfield in the absence of Bubakar Kamara at centre-half between the two boys at centre-half, rekindling that partnership. And also the, the partnership, I think, between Ali Watkins and uh, and Buendia. And Buendia and I'm going to ca- categorise McGinn and, um, and Jacob Ramsey in there as well. So that kind of 
four-person kind of partnership in there. It's stuttered slightly over the last couple of games, but it's one that, uh, you know, when it breaks out, it breaks out and it looks absolutely fantastic. I've no idea where Paddy is, by the way. If anybody knows where Paddy is, please send him my way. Uh, because <laughs> I'm just waiting on him here. Maybe I gave him the wrong time. Um, Maybe I gave him the wrong time, but uh, maybe he should be able to jump in. I don't know. Maybe he's off running the Great Limerick uh, the Great Limerick Marathon today or the Great Limerick Run that's on in uh, in my home city of Limerick uh, today. To anybody who's out doing it in this wet weather, I applaud you. I really applaud you. Um, I, I'm i like one of those guys. I'm like, what, what's the fella from the Lord of the Rings? Gimli. Um, at the very start, one of the four opening scenes in the Lord of the Rings where uh, he's the dwarf and he's running. He says dwarfs are not built. They're built for speed, not for long distance. And that's, a, that's definitely my MO when it comes to running. I'm definitely not a long distance runner. But anybody who is doing a great Limerick run, anybody who's doing a Belfast run today, and next weekend over in the UK, I know that the guys at Claret and Blue are doing the uh, Birmingham run. Um, so anybody who's doing that, wish you all the best. And I hope you meet, um, you know, whatever you're raising funds for, or whatever the case may be, uh, that you get exactly what you need out of it as well. Um, so, uh, yeah, like, like I, it, it's, it's difficult really to talk from an Aston Villa point of view with regards to this team today, because as I say, it's going to be same team, same subs, essentially. It really is. Like, it's going to be the same team. I can't imagine there's going to be many, if any, changes. Now, uh, Professor Emery might spring a surprise somewhere, maybe, by bringing in a Luke Dean maybe in for this game or or something along those lines. But like I don't think there's going to be any major curveballs, as in I don't think we're going to see John Duran in instead of Buendia, or I don't think uh, I, I don't think there's going to be anything of that nature. But if you guys listen to any of the previews that we did or you listen to the preview I did in the Villa View with Dave Reed, United can't exactly be massively comfortable with their squad coming into this as well, given their centre half situation. You know, they're a they're a, 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 a an ankle turn away from having Luke Shaw and Casemiro in the middle of mid, middle of defence. And when we talk about partnerships, by the way, massive kudos needs to go to Luke Shaw for stepping in and playing centre half. He looks probably maybe even looks like a better centre half than he does than he does a left back at the moment. But uh, he stepped in to play play centre half, but. They don't really have anything else behind them. Maguire looks like he's going to be out for today. I haven't heard anything to the contrary. Obviously, Martinez and um, and Varane are out as well. So it's it's um, it's it's you know it's something to be aware of. You know that if they do have any tweaks or anything like that, they could be in a situation where they have a really unfamiliar centre half partnership. And I think the centre half partnership that they have that they have going out there today is still unfamiliar. And that's where um, Spurs really hammered them. They hammered them down the left hand side when Malassia came on, and <coughs> and they 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 were able to drag um, Luke Shaw out. It looked like Luke Shaw wasn't particularly comfortable playing with Malassia outside him. Um, and it looked like that they were able to drag Shaw out, and, and that created a bit of space for for uh, Harry Kane to get those assists. Um, and and you know, as we know, the first, the second goal was uh, was a ball to the back post. Obviously, Son coming in there, but when you start stretching defenses, and when you see that there's an uncomfortability maybe between two players playing there in the partnership, that's how you get in at a back post. That's how you get in at a Trezeguet back post wonder um, uh, situation. So maybe Aston Villa have something in there. And uh, and we will uh, take a look at it in a moment because the team is coming up in three minutes and Paddy has joined us. Paddy, I thought you 
took a late last minute decision to do the Great Limerick Run today or something, and you'd forgotten well, the podcast. Funnily enough, it was the Great Limerick Run that caused me to be late because <laughs> I took my son to watch his team playing, and the traffic is all diverted all over the place. So that's why yeah. I'm late. So apologies, everybody. But I was I was listening to you in the car as I was there. Uh, as I was trying to negotiate around the the marathon that's going through the city, as long as you were listening, Paddy, as long as you were listening, you give it a thumbs up on uh, on YouTube. <laughs> you know, that's 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 all part of the game. And for anybody who is uh, listening, if you want to give us a thumbs up there, if you like what we do, please do that. And if you're not subscribed to the podcast, it costs you nothing to do, just to click on that subscribe button. The only thing you need to be is logged into your YouTube account uh, to click on subscribe. And we love any of those subscriptions. We've you know, I remember there was a time where we were we were crossing our fingers hoping we would get to 5,000, 5, 5, should I say, and then we got to 5,000, the next 300 just came out of nowhere. So thank you so much to everybody. And if you think of anybody that might like this podcast, please let them know. And um, we'd be delighted to have them on board because, as I said, this is my favorite podcast to do of the week, uh, the Team Sheet Tantrum, because it's always full of optimism. And Paddy, I've just been speaking about my optimism about today and about the kind of both teams having their idiosyncrasies at the moment. But one, I think that we can we can definitely um, uh, we can definitely uh, go for against Manchester United. But how did you wake up feeling this morning? I woke up feeling very hungover this morning because I had a, I had a great night last night, and I actually bumped into your parents while I was you out did. last night <laughs> for the first for the first time ever. Um, so when I'm hungover, I'm always way overly optimistic way overly optimistic <laughs> so i'm predicting a decent win here today and i think we can safely say we need to forget about everything else that's going on around us and tackle our own our own game and i would imagine that's what the professor is telling the team to do so get our own result forget about every forget about liverpool forget about sports forget about brighton just keep winning keep winning keep getting results would I take a draw today? Not right now, I wouldn't. That might change in two in two minutes' time when we see if there's anybody missing that we haven't been told about. But I, I am predicting a win today. I am super optimistic that we have got the we for the first time ever. I feel like we've got a team like Man United at the right time. I think so. Well, I hope so, and I think so too as well. And let's get to some of the guys' comments here before the team is announced in a moment. Uh, Jordy Villain says, it's probably unhealthy how excited I am about this game today. Des Williams says, evening gents, hope you hope we go out and show our best uh, result. Be, will be what it is and up the villa. Um, RA Venture 26 says, if we don't get VAR or VARD, I think we would get a result, but looks like that... Uh, Team is in. Bruno will play, and we know how he loves to cheat. Hoping for a strong ref today, and we have Jared Gillett today and Michael Oliver on uh, VAR today. So theoretically, you would think that they are strong, but we know you. We, we just know, and I, I'm not even going to throw it over to Paddy for his view on that at the moment because uh, go back and watch <laughs> other podcasts that we've had that Jared Gillett has been refereeing, and and you'll get Paddy's view on it. But the team is in. Before we do go to the team in a moment, uh, I just want to say a massive thank you to Gaz Oaks. Really appreciate that, Gaz. One one today. Cheers, have a Guinness and me. Sam Dixon says, been listening to every Villa pod I can find. This is still my favourite. What's happening at the moment feels surreal. Up the Villa from Sydney, Australia. And uh, also, In Your Head Changed Man says, which away kit are we wearing today, lads? And which one of the two uh, of the two is your favourite? Um, Paddy, I'll let you answer that. Which of the... the, the we're wearing this one, but I, I was in such a hurry I never got to take off my <laughs> top to get online. Yeah, we're wearing we're wearing the light blue one today. It's not my favorite. I love the black one for some strange reason, but 
I think it's time to make a memory in this in this light blue jersey today and go and beat Man United at Old Trafford and do the double over them this season. It would be magic. Exactly. And here's the team that's going to do it, Paddy. So the team is Martinez and Golds, Young, Kanza, Mings, Alex Moreno, McGinn, then Donker, Douglas Louise, Jacob Ramsey, Buendia and Watkins. Same team. Do we have the same subs? We don't. We have a change in the subs bench. We have Olsen, Diego Carlos, Treore, Chambers, Duran, Dina, Revan, Tommy O'Reilly and, K- and Caden Young. I'm terrified about that subs bench, Paddy. Absolutely terrified. And do you know why? We've only one goalkeeper. <laughs> Who's missing? Oh, the, it's the goalkeeper. No, it's it. yeah, it is. Sinistana but there must be missing. someone else because we only ever had one young lad on the bench. Now we've got Revan, Tommy O'Reilly, know, and Caden Young. Olsen and Sinisalo. So if you take Sinisalo out, okay, Caden Young is after coming in from last week's um, mm. last week's uh, team. I don't, I don't think Revan was on the bench last week, was he? He was. Revan has Wasn't been he? in the last four, I think. I think he's been on the bench for the last four. Since Matty Cash got injured, he's been in there. Um, yeah. You know, so uh, that's... Uh, and I, I, I joke and I jest. I suppose realistically with the under-18s and the under-21s. Now, I know there's the playoff coming up for the... for or When I call them the under-21s, we call them the Premier League two-side. Um, well, there's a playoff coming up for those guys and, and the under-18s have a cup final coming up soon as well. You know, it's no harm getting these guys during that break in and around the first team, getting them playing at a bigger level, provided they obviously don't get injured so that they can go back and play with their, their age groups and uh, hopefully bring home some... Um, <laughs> Diego Carlos is now the backup. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hopefully these young kids can get some valuable experience, take that back and, and, and you know, it elevates their, their performance at their age groups as well. Paddy, like, is there any real point in asking you what you think of this team? <laughs> no, that's that's exactly as I would pick the team. Um, my only concern is uh, obviously down down the wings. Um, my, the battle I'm looking forward to, and I haven't seen the Man United team. I presume Wambasaka is going to play at right back, and I'm looking forward to seeing Moreno against Wambasaka. I'm not looking forward to whoever is up against uh, Ashley Young because he could be in for a very tough day. But uh, I, I think the tactical battle between uh, Moreno and Wambasaka, if we can keep Wambasaka back in the half, we'll be doing okay today. So the United team is De Gea with, with Malassia is in, delighted. Um, no Wambasaka, Dalla no is in, delighted. Delighted Dalla and Malassia are in there, I really am. That, that was the ultimate piece. I said I wanted Dalla to be on the right-hand side. I wanted Malassia to be on the right, on the left-hand side. I spoke about it there in the pre-match, or just there before you popped on, Paddy. I don't think Sean Malassia were that comfortable playing with each other, and, and Harry Kane got serious joy when he pulled out there onto that left-hand side, and that's where the two of the, the, the Spurs um, goals came from in the second half, and they really hammered the hammer down that side as well. So I'm delighted with that. You have Shaw and then uh, Lindelof in midfield, or in in defence, you've Sabitzer and Casemiro, or you've Eriksson and Casemiro with Sabitzer, um, Fernandez and Sancho and Rashford up top. Yeah, I think that's it. But once again, so, like, why, like well, two things that United do here that really piss me off with regards to this. Number one, they, when you click on the on the image there, it brings you to a Discord link. Just put the feckin' image up there. doesn't always have to bring you somewhere. And secondly, stop putting your players out in numerical order. For the love and honor of God, it's just stupid. That's what's confusing me. Who, who are the two center halves here? Shaw and Shaw Lindelof. Lindelof. Yeah, Shaw and Lindelof. Okay. Yeah. Um, I find it very strange that they're playing Luke Shaw at center half when Harry Maguire is on the bench. I don't. I don't Harry get Maguire that. Is Harry Maguire? As far as I'm aware, I didn't expect him to be fully <clears throat> fit. Um, as far as I'm aware, he did, he only trained on Friday. 
or Saturday. I like yeah. when 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 we did our, our pre match on Thursday night. Was it was it Thursday night? I think we did it. No, we did it on Friday night. He wasn't. He was still marked as not uh, being fit to play um, okay. on Friday night. So he must have only trained yesterday. And they got him on their ASAP. I'd say so. Um, it's an interesting right. one because they have gone with Maguire, Wambasaka, and Williams all um, all defenders. You know, they're all defenders there as well. They've got Fred, and uh, Fred is their only midfield um, player. But then they've got they've gone with Pelestri, Anthony Martial, and and Vekars then as their as their front four changes. So, you know, two things you kind of you could play into Villa's hands here. Um, um, let's say uh, Lucha or Lindelof gets injured and Harry Maguire and half fit Harry Maguire has to come on. And secondly, uh, Ericsson or Casemiro p- pick up an injury or something like that. Fred is to come on. Fred was atrocious at the weekend. Absolutely atrocious. And how he's mm. in there over, I don't know, is McTominay even fit? But my God, you have to play McTominay. <laughs> you have to put him on the bench over Fred. You just have to. Yeah. Have no, to he's in, he, he is injured. McTominay is, is definitely injured. Yeah. Um, look, I, 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 I suppose, <laughs> I suppose the fear I have here is um, when when you've got the talent of Martial and Anthony yeah. to come off the bench, um, along with the big brute that is Veghorst <laughs> to go in and, yeah. and, and rough it up, um, I would have rather seen Veghorst start <laughs> instead of Rashford, but uh, Rashford is very, very, very on form at the moment, so there was no doubt that he was going to start. But, mm. you know, there's there's a lot to consider there. I'm glad Wan-Bissaka is not starting. Just I am too. have this irrational fear of him. I think I think he's a good player. Um, he's, look, he's had a special season. He's 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 been one of the main reasons that uh, Ten Hag has been was able to kind of get his defense going when he had Varane, Lissandro Martinez, um, Shaw left back, Wambasaka right back, or even Dalla right back. You know, mm. there, there was there was there was a gelling there of that back four. It's been completely and utterly decimated now. You know, with injuries and 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 we need to take we need to capitalize on that. But the thing for me is I find it strange that. Anthony drops to the bench and Sabitzer comes in out there. No, Sabitzer's a good player. Um, he's very functional. He's in there to... I, I, I can guarantee you he's in there to stop Moreno. He's going to provide that mm-hmm. bit of cover from Lassia out there on that left-hand side, I think. And uh, I think it's a good move for them. I think it is a good move for... Um, or sorry, he's he's in there to protect Dalat um, at right-back, I think. And um, he's going to stop the, the the Moreno charge up that left hand side. He's going mm-hmm. to try to stop it anyway. But best of luck to him because Alex Moreno is unstoppable, as we all know. And he's been he's been Villa signing in the season um, because uh, signing in the, the the January window because he's really been the only one that's actually played. But he's been actually fantastic as well. Um, and I think he doesn't get the credit he deserves um, outside of Villa circles for the for the work he's done. Uh, quick one here from Mike Warmbold. Mike says, Neil, you do a great job representing us Villa fans across all platforms. Keep it up. Your professionalism builds your brand. You don't just go on every show and repeat yourself like most. Keep it up. Well, sometimes I think I do repeat myself, Mike, so <laughs> for saying that I don't. And and uh, I think it works well sometimes me asking the questions to Paddy. And sometimes when someone asks me a question, I get a different kind of uh, um, uh, viewpoint from the way the question is worded. So thanks a million for that, Mike. I really, really appreciate it. There's also Richard. Richard says is a couple of rock shandies uh, on Richard today. And Jordan uh, Levy says uh, celebrate with some eight degrees later. Um, What's eight degrees? Little, Eight degrees is uh, the that's the beer from Mitchell's. The beer you were drinking the other night, was it? Yeah, the other night. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Paddy, I'm going to ask you for 
a prediction there. So I'm sorry, guys. I actually have a little buttons here that I'm going to have to go to Paddy. I'm going to ask you for a prediction, and we may have to wrap this one up very, very quickly. No problem. You 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 do what you got to do there, Neil. I'll, I'll yeah. take over for a few minutes. We'll see everybody. Want. I'm going with one nil Aston Villa today, okay? And I'm going to leave Paddy take over and finish up for. Um, so we'll see you guys later, <laughs> and everybody. Hope you enjoy your game and up the Villa. Well, left a lunatic running the asylum here. So uh, get get your scores in. We won't we won't go too long on this because uh, you know me. I'm man a few words unless I'm asked a question. So if you have any questions, put them in. If not, put your scores in there, and we'll we'll run through them. Um, very optimistic about today. I, I have no nothing to back that up other than um, I feel that Man United are going to be very, very tired today. And I think we don't normally get teams in this in this uh, position. So uh, I'm so happy to be looking at a tired Man United team today. And I think we can go and win this. Um, that's all I have to go on. I'm going to run through your scores here now. I'm not going to keep you too long because... Uh, there's another big game on in Scotland, and I'm going to watch the first half an hour before this one as well. So, Andrew Munro goes 1-0 Villa. Jonathan goes 1-0 Villa. Um, Salubrious Ed goes 2-2. Don't think there's going to be that many goals today. Um, Junior goes 2-1 Villa. Dico Blanco goes 7-1 Villa. Rachel in St. Louis goes 1-1. God, there's a few pessimists in here today. Michael is going for a 2-0. That's my prediction today. I'm going 2-0 Villa. Uh, Sammy is going 2-0 Villa, I presume. Um, Sewer Sounds is agreement, Neil, 1-0. Dave goes 3-1. Margaret is going 1-1. Stephen O'Sullivan is going 2-2. Keep, keep, keep 2-2. What? Um... Michael Richards is going for 1-1. One, one. Uh, Neil is much quicker at this than me. 2-1, uh, Bruno, Ramsey, and Konza. Now, there's there's a bolter now. I, I fancy Ramsey today. Um, I was discussing it with uh, Mark, who's in the comments there earlier. I, I reckon I'm going for a Ramsey goal today. Uh, Hans is going 2-2. Two, two. Mia Foley is going 2-1. Tom is going 1-1. One, one. British Mick is going for a one-all or a two-all. Mm, yeah, possibly. I just don't see that many goals today. <clears throat> um, T8 says, late Tilly. L Lily Tate, 3-2. Oh, it's your name, is it? Lily Tate is 3-2. Jonathan Kinsler is going for a 3-1. Jonathan, you sent me the most bizarre bet today. Emmy Martinez to, uh, to be booked and... Can't remember what the other side was, but hope it comes off you because you're going to make an awful lot of money today. Um, Nick said, love your take on Fernandez in the preview. <laughs> Sorry about that. Look, I, I know Michael Huggins in the in the comments too wasn't too impressed with my attitude to Fernandez, but look, he is just... He's the captain of Manchester United because if he wasn't the captain, he'd be sent off for the way he treats referees. I'm not. I'm not going to go in on him until after the match because I'm, I'm sure he's going to do something to piss us all off today. Uh, Spicy Price is going three two. Conza scoring with a header. Connor is going for a five nil Villa win. My God, <laughs> that would be magic. <laughs> um, Lewis says we know you're the brain of the pod, Paddy. I'm just a quiet man that keeps Neil on, on straight and narrow. He's going for a 3-1 Villa. Paul McAllister is going 3-1 Villa. Jared is going 2-1 Villa. 
Um, Dean Averis is going to nil Villa. Um, Aston the Villa fan hasn't a scooby on this one, honestly. I, I feel a bit like that myself today, but I just can't get over the fact that I think we're going to win. We're definitely going to win today. I feel so optimistic about it. Uh, 2-1 Villa says, Michael, Stephen, 2-1 Villa. Keep up the good work, Paddy. Thank you. Stephen Kiley, good to meet you yesterday, buddy. 2-0 to us. Happy days. This is 3-4 to no score to Villa. We'll take that. We'll take that. Launch it. Cheers. Uh, Gareth McDonough is going 6-1. Six, six, wow. Okay. Um, I predict Paddy to get a short off today when we win. Well, I will when I go to bed anyway, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, Nick Shearing is going 1-0. Hope that's 1-0 to Villa. Uh, will they be given one the one pen today? Yeah, they've had a few dodgy ones, haven't they? They really had over the years. I hope we're beyond that. I hope we're, we're fighting at the, the upper end of the table now at this stage to be given a bit of respect, but you just can't, you can't predict what these referees are going to do for sure. Tuan is going for a 2-0 Villa win. Uh, and says, Paddy, we have to beat them. I get full bragging rights in this house. So 3-1 to Villa. And actually passed me last night in the car and roared out the window. And I didn't know it was And Otherwise, I would have went back and gave you a hug or shook your hand. And so thanks for shouting out the window at me last night. Um, Jet says, up the Villa. The MacBees are going 1-0 to us. Um... Habs asked, do you think, why do I think Anthony is benched? I've honestly no idea. I think he's, he's he's the kind of player that only seems to turn up every now and again. So maybe that maybe that's the reason they, they put him on the bench to... S certain players need that little bit of... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They need they need a bit of care when they say... When, when they put him on the bench and it, it kind of roils them up that if, if he's needed, he's going to come off all guns player and so uh that that's my opinion on, on why they bench players like that every now and again uh 135 nil Ratman to get a penalty for stubbing his toe only to fall over and miss it wouldn't that be nice whatever about the 135 to nil <laughs> i just love to see him miss a penalty for sure just like the last time uh love bleeds is going for head says 1-1 heart says 2-1 win um Jer agrees with my opinion on Bruno. 1-0 Villa. Fair enough. Habs is going for 2-0 Villa. And we just go to a couple more there now. Uh, the Mitch Meister is going 2-1 Villa. Sartagius is going 2-1 Villa. Bertie is going 2-0 Villa. Um, Peter is in California where it's 5.10 in the morning. Fair play. That's I, I admire people all around the world that can uh, get up at that hour of the morning to watch Villa. And uh, shout out to everybody. You know, I, I speak to Mark Holmes in the comments there on a daily basis. Rick Leon in, in California. You have the utmost respect for me that on a Sunday night you're up till all hours or a Sunday morning you're getting up at stupid o'clock to watch the match. Well, I hope you're able to go back and get a couple of hours, should I, afterwards. And... Uh, Enjoy the rest of your Sunday afterwards. Welcome back, Neil. Hello. Uh, I would love this comment. I don't know if you see it, Paddy. I, I hope Mark Goldbridge's channel sounds like Neil's baby monitor after the day. <laughs> <laughs> that is comment of the day. That is comment of the day so far. That is brilliant. I've actually, I've actually taken a screenshot of that. That is brilliant. 
I'll take stuff. a screenshot of that and I'm putting that on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, yeah, so I, I, I suppose just uh, after performing my little sejour there, um, I was going with 1-0 Aston Villa. I still think I'm going to go with 1-0 Aston Villa. Um, it'll be an absolutely monumental performance to go to Old Trafford to keep them scoreless and for us to come away with a 1-0 um, would be absolutely brilliant. And I think... Uh, I think it's um I think it's on the cards to be honest with you. I think it's something we certainly can do for sure. Mm. Wouldn't it be nice to get a bit of luck like this and get a dodgy penalty? <laughs> Wouldn't it just <laughs> just to give it. just to give one of these greedy six a taste of their own medicine? It really would. That would be fantastic. I hope VR doesn't even have to get involved today. It would be nice to get to to get get the rub of the green like that, but I hope VR doesn't need to get involved. Something about if we were to do the double over Manchester United and not have to have it come into question at all, at all. You know, after the, the first game, the 3 1 that Unai masterminded the first time, you know, for us to go away there and win 1 0 fair and square, no VAR messing or anything like that, I think that would be nice as well because, um, you know, the way the teams, other teams always kind of throw the, the Sheffield United uh, ghost goal at us still to this day are throwing the Sheffield United's ghost goal uh, at yeah. us. Um, it'd be nice not to have that. It'd be nice not to have that in the win today as well. I think myself. Another Los Angeles. You, Mike. Here, Another Mike. LA fans there. I don't know who Daniel is asking here. Are you from Cork? You from Cork? I'd say he's asking but, me. So he will. It's, it's, he couldn't be asking me. No, you don't have a Cork accent. I'm not from Cork. <laughs> I'm about I'm about 10, 15 minutes from the Cork border though. Was where I grew up in Limerick, and I did spend about five years in Cork. So I do have a bit of a bit of a Cork twang. Um, but no, I'm not from Cork. I'm very proudly a Limerick man, um, in exile in Galway uh, at the moment. Um, oh, I was going to say there, Paddy, there was something. Neil, I reckon this is the one and only time on the podcast that Seamus Darby will be mentioned. <laughs> who's Seamus um, Darby? Who's Darby? He stopped the 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 famous Kerry team from winning four in a row or five in a row, whatever yes, it was, yeah. back in 1981. I was going. Is Seamus Darby Dar- from Darby O'Gill and the Little People? Was that Darby O'Gill's real <laughs> name? Was it Seamus Darby? I don't know what way my, my mind was going with that one. Yeah, I don't know what way my mind was going with that one. Um, I think that was in uh, Biff had, uh, he's cheering on Villa and Offaly today. So, <laughs> exactly. Big day of sports, big big day of sport for me because we've, we've Celtic and Rangers at half one, we've Villa at two and then my beloved yeah. Dublin are playing later on today. So, uh we won't, we won't bore everybody with everything else, but the most important thing today is that Villa get three points. That exactly. is... I would nearly take a defeat in the rest. I said nearly. <laughs> Jude, you got your shout-out. Fair play. You go, Jude. And Fair Jordy play. says... Hey, Jude. Hey, Jude. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It was always coming. It was always coming. <laughs> listen, we're messing now. We're messing now, lads. Um, but listen, a big game against Manchester United today, as I said, another European eliminator. And one that I hope we get something out of to keep our trudge towards European football going. Even a draw today isn't the worst the worst uh, result in the world. It then puts us five points ahead of um, ahead of Brighton. Albeit Brighton have all those games in hand, but for to have the points, then to be for to be looking at them, should I say, and looking for them uh, when it comes to points like that. So anything you can get away from Old Trafford is always a bonus. Um, it's a must not lose game. I'm confident that Villa can go there with the expectation, with the with more than expectation or more than hope, should I say, to go win this game today. And as I say, one 0 I think it's written in the stars for Villa, and we will be dancing jubilantly uh, on the post-match podcast. If that I is, I really hope so. I really hope so. <laughs> and Anne is given out to me, Neil. When yeah. you were gone, I said it. she shouted at me last night, but she didn't realise I had a Claire jersey on. I know. Otherwise, otherwise she would have completely ignored me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. And in fairness, when I met your parents, we took a photo and they made me take off my jacket, so I had the Claire jersey on in the photo. Yep, I know that'll be that's that be used as compromise against you. Um, should uh, should should anything ever go down, <laughs> that's a that is that that dirty rag that you were wearing. God, no way, no way. Um, you might as well have had a blues jersey on. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's not get into the GA rivalries here because we'll definitely bore people. Listen, thanks ever ever so much, everybody for um, uh, for for yeah. Are we both putting our names in that? Well, the only the only category is there such is, a thing. I think uh, the silver fox. That's what I might be going for. That's that's probably the category I might go for. What, what about best beard? Best beard on the podcast. How's that? Best beard on the podcast. Is there anyone else really that has a massive beard that has a big beard? I don't think so. Bardell I think, I think it's safe to say we're we're definitely talking shite now, Neil. Exactly, we're definitely talking <laughs> shite. Now. Listen, we're going to go. Everybody, get in front of your TV, or if you're at the game, I hope you enjoy it immensely. Or if you're going down the pub to watch it, or if you're watching it with mates or whatever, hope hope you you enjoy it because look, as I say, sport is all about being enjoyed. And um, I hope they give you a reason to enjoy it, as I say, and I hope they win. But in the meantime, we will be back with a post match podcast around five to four, uh, ten to four, five to four that way, and um, provided that there's no massive amounts of injury time. But in the meantime, everybody, stay safe. Stay healthy. Here's to an Aston Villa win. And all that's left to say is up the villa. Up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network.